You're listening to the best barbecue show, and I'm your host, Yoni Levin. I wanted to check in on the barbecue scene a little bit. If you're a cook, butcher, cutter, pit guy, or having anything to do with barbecue, send me a message or a DM. The barbecue world is full of stories, and I want to hear yours. I love barbecue. I love the people who cook it. I love the smell of it cooking all over Texas. I love the meats that Texans cook, and I love the way the alchemy of barbecue transforms a simple cut into soft and delicious wonderment. If you listen to this show, you know I travel all over. I'm the embedded journalist chasing the story of barbecue. Just recently, I've jumped in cars, planes, and even on my motorcycle to get a good cue and a good story. A lot of my interviews were videotapes as well, so don't be a stranger to the YouTube channel. If you want to know when the YouTube videos come out, subscribe to my channel. It's easy to remember. Just type in the best BBQ show. Also click the little bell icon to get notifications every time I post an episode on the channel. This being episode 114, I wanted to ask you all a few questions. I want to know exactly what you're looking for when you press play on the show. The reason I ask is because I don't enjoy a lot of popular barbecue shows, especially those on TV that give you a glimpse of a popular spot, but they don't really tell the story. I'm creating something different. I'm creating something that goes deeper into the people who cook barbecue and how they cook it. I know I could get hundreds of thousands of followers if I just posted barbecue porn all the time. Slow-mo shots of meat cooking, cuts, epic drone passes of big events and the biggest names. And don't worry, you'll see that on my show. I just don't want it to be the majority of what I'm sharing. I'm excited to show you the nuances of barbecue, the things they can't show in a four and a half minute segment between commercials on a TV food channel. I'm also on demand. You can watch my stories anytime you want or listen to a podcast that will. No need to worry about catching it at a certain time. I've got over 100 guests from the past few years to follow up on and new ones to introduce to you as well. I'll always be checking in with the OGs like Wayne Miller at the Cathedral of Smoke, the Snow's Barbecue Crew, and a few competition teams like SS Pit Crew and the Shed Barbecue. A few weeks ago, I jumped in a car with my friend Joey Garcia, a Houston barbecue enthusiast who's good with a camera and loves a long drive. We left Friday morning around 10 a.m. I loaded a cooler full of Topo Chico's, lime of course. We had a long drive, but we both knew with short stops, we'd be there in no time. If you've driven through West Texas, you know there isn't much out there. I love the wind turbines, the abandoned buildings, and all the overpriced gas stations. If you've driven I-10 in West Texas, you've seen an abandoned gas station where the roof over the pumps has fallen and twisted in the wind. I'm amazed that it's there every time I drive by. Things don't change as fast out West. In Austin, things change every day. Between Google, Apple, Datacol, Dell, Atlassian, Trendkite, Facebook, Accenture, the universities, 3M, Whole Foods, it seems every person I meet is in tech. Even the amount of barbecue joints keeps growing every year. So when you hear West Texas has a barbecue scene, you pay attention, because changes don't often happen in the desert. Joey was determined to get to Convenience West shortly after they started serving barbecue around 5 p.m. 
He mentioned the menu more than once and all the different offerings he was excited to try. The white Subaru we were rolling in was cruising comfortably a few miles over the speed limit. We flipped between podcasts and some easy listening on the drive. By the time we got to Fort Stockton, which is still a few hours from Marfa, we had gone through at least seven Topo Chico's. If you don't know the secret to surviving a Texas summer, it's Topo Chico. They're not sponsoring me, but if you know someone there, I think we could talk about it. That cold glass bottle that seems to never run out of bubbles is a staple in my life. To get to Marfa, you have to drive through a few towns. One of those is Alpine. Alpine's about 26 miles east of Marfa and consists of two one-way streets. They call it the one-way, and I'd love to explore Alpine more, but not on this trip. We had to get to Convenience West before they ran out of food. The vibe in Marfa is quiet, calm, and serene. There's a few stop signs, some bars, a place called Food Shark, a Dairy Queen, and on the west side of town is Convenience West Barbecue. When we pulled up, the dining room was full of an eclectic crowd you'd expect. Fashionable hats, coveralls, summer dresses, and cool jackets littered the room. Khaki was happy to greet us, and I recognized the whole crew from their Instagram. Mark was slicing up a mouth-watering brisket. You can tell someone who knows how to cut brisket a few ways. One is they take their time and let a sharp knife do the work. Two, their slices are even the whole way down. They're not thick around the bottom or on the top. If you're cutting like a pyramid, you need a little more practice. After looking at the menu and seeing the unique items like the roasted carrot dip dip, I was sure we had made a good choice. There's nothing like starting a weekend with a mad dash to barbecue. I'm sure if you're listening, you've been on one of these. And if not, you're probably thinking about a barbecue excursion to one of your favorite places. I tell this story because barbecue takes time. It takes patience, and eating it takes a little time and patience too. How many other foods do people drive across the state and even countries to eat? How did barbecue become everyone's destination? Not only that, but many people drive for hours and then get in line, and they might even wait another hour or longer. Have you waited in a line lately? Are you planning to? Snap a photo and tag me. I've got a $20 credit to my merch store for one lucky listener, so don't forget to tag me. As you all know, I'm a barbecue guy. If you scroll through the camera roll on my phone, it is all meat. My lady likes to laugh and tell people this. If they don't believe her, she happily scrolls through my phone to show all the food and meats. With my years of meat pictures, you could scroll through for days. I'm pretty sure my cloud is a vegetarian's nightmare. And happiness is barbecue. The people I meet in barbecue are living a great life. They're hard workers. They lose sleep, have burns and cuts all over their hands and arms. They slave away for days until the food's ready to go. If you're eating good Texas barbecue, it's possible the process started over 24 hours ago. How is something so old becoming so popular? This show is on its third year, and I feel like I've barely covered all the happenings. Even though I've been on both coasts and all over Texas, there's still more story to tell. The quality of barbecue in America is on the rise. Texas barbecue can take a lot of credit for that. In Texas, we take our time. Even a chicken takes at least a couple of hours. In the past two years, a lot of ideas have come up for the show. Should I be doing interviews or reviews, restaurants, competition, or pop-ups? Do we need some sort of focus? I don't think it's that easy. It's hard to cover barbecue without expressing an opinion, but I'll tell you now that I won't be criticizing or putting down any barbecue I eat. 
all of the positives we shared. And if I don't like something, well, you're not going to hear about it. When I eat all the different cuts and creations people work so hard to cook, it's astounding. There's no way to compare all the ways people cook. Even some of the chains in Texas, like Rudy's, are putting out a good product. And I really enjoy the vibe when I walk in. This is also why I won't be making any lists. I don't think anyone is qualified to rank the top places. How could you say one place is first, third, or tenth? I can guarantee you if you made a list of 50 places, it would be hard to find a top. The truth is, we're all having too good of a time to start making lists. I'm eating the best barbecue in the world and sharing it with as many people as I can. I don't have time to rank or complain. To simply nitpick the details. Honestly, if you eat barbecue, especially in Texas, and you aren't satisfied, let the people there know. I understand it's difficult to send things back or convey you have a problem. None of us ever want to complain, but I'll tell you from talking to countless owners that they want to know. They would rather know right away than read it on some review on Google or Yelp. And speaking of, Google or Yelp aren't going to give you a better slice of brisket. They're not going to help you if something's wrong. You know who can help you? The people at the restaurant. We've all read the reviews that make no sense, like, I called and no one answered, one star. Or the barbecue was cold because I took 20 minutes taking pictures of it, one star. Most people who review food aren't truly qualified to do so. So stop listening to their reviews and go explore for yourself. I just don't understand why you could be negative about barbecue and want to share that all over the internet. Barbecue makes me so happy. The whole process gives me joy. I love the hard work. And barbecue is full of it. It's different from any other food out there. Many times you're talking to the person who cooked the food or the owner when you walk up to the cutting block. How often do you get to interact directly with the person holding the meat? How often do you get to smell the smoke as you bite into the food? You can't smell a kitchen in a modern restaurant. We all know smell is a large percentage of taste. And the smell of smoke makes me love the barbecue even more. Sometimes when you love something, the love grows over time. I thought I loved barbecue 10, even 20 years ago. But now the love affair is full-blown. My taste buds crave those flavors. I have so many places I love and the special way I like to eat their barbecue. I have great friends who are always reaching out to me to get Q and try new and different places. Barbecue isn't the only thing I eat, but I'd say that it's a healthy portion of my diet. Doing this work, I found I'm not only attracted to hard work, I'm amazed at the amount of happiness I found in it. I also think there's power in being alone with your thoughts, and watching a fire leaves you alone with your thoughts often. Barbecue people are thoughtful people. One of the ways I know I'm at a good barbecue place, before I even take a bite, is the people. The ladies and guys cooking usually have a slower pace to them. For sure, while they're serving, they may be rushed or taking care of three things at once. What I do is watch them in those in-between moments. How do they talk to the table after they rush a bottle of sauce over? How much time do they spend talking to people as they walk up to the board or when they stick their head in the pit room? Most barbecue people take their time which is a good thing since I'm always trying to talk to them for at least an hour. The goal of this show is to work as hard covering barbecue as the people who are cooking it. That means long drives, late flights, and carrying a ton of gear. I now have a backpack which contains five cameras, two mics, lights, cables, mounts, tripods, and a tough little laptop. I'm not sure if I'm done collecting gear, but I'm confident I can create a great show on the road. Have I mentioned my YouTube channel? Just search for Best BBQ Show on YouTube, and don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications. As you listen to this, 
I'm contacting more and more people for interviews, so feel free to send me your suggestions through social media or by email. I'm truly grateful to cover the scene. I wasn't sure what this would be when I started out, but after a few years, I think I know which direction I want to go. Don't be a stranger. Go eat some Q. I want to see you out there. Oh, and make sure you're tagging me in your posts, especially if I'm in your pictures. I keep finding pictures of me out there that haven't been tagged. I'll be sharing a lot more of the endless camera roll with you this week, so I hope you do the same. Share your meat and food photos. They aren't going to do you any good sitting in the cloud. If you listen to the show, you probably can't get enough barbecue on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn, so go out there and share yourself and your cue. It wouldn't be the barbecue fam without it. Stay tuned for more, and thank you again for listening. I wouldn't be here without you and your ears and eyes. So thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and for now, go eat some cue. Hey, they call me the meat man. Y'all don't see me eat man. Hit on the meat man. Y'all don't see me eat man. I got jaws like a bear trap, a teeth like a razor. I made tack tongue with a sensitive taster. I was born out in Texas called the land of beef. Never catch a muscle green or showing the hell that like a meat on the meat man. Y'all don't see me eat man. Woo!